and welcome to Model View Conversation, America's premier tech education podcast. I'm Brian Gates. And I'm Ben Golke. And this week we're bringing a special announcement. We're doing more stuff. That's it. Yay! Yay. That's it. Yeah, so we're uh, we're announcing an official um, expansion of the brand. Model View Conversation is... Uh, not really going on the road per se, but I guess uh, busting out of the podcast space. Yeah, uh, we're going beyond just podcasting. So um, what that means is um, that we'll be bringing you additional content in a diff- couple of different ways. Um, the first and primary one, being beyond this, beyond the podcast, is a Twitch stream. So um, we'll we'll have um, information in the show notes for this episode that you can use to um, engage with us there if you'd like. Uh, so we'll be on Twitch and we'll be streaming um, once a week to start. Um, and what we'll be doing is basically software development in front of everyone. The real um, so thing. The real thing, yeah. So we're not going to be engaging in uh, the kinds of things that we um, that we actually taught when we were teachers. You know, that's just a different environment and you need to um, set it up in a way where the students can grasp these concepts and, and build their knowledge and skill. And so generally speaking, what that means is that you kind of go for smaller scale things, right? You pick smaller, we, we would sometimes call them toy apps, you know, applications that are interesting and provide skill building, but are relatively limited in scope, mostly due to time constraints and the fact that our students are fresh at this and stuff. Um, so it's fun and it and it serves a very useful purpose, um, but that is not the same thing as building software for a living. When you're working, you know, at a company for um, an employer and you're trying to build a product that they want to sell, right? You need to be interesting enough that someone will buy it. Or even when you're building software to scratch your own itch, which is what the thing we have in mind is going to do. Right. So in that case, generally the scale just tends to be, it's the same process. It's just the scale is larger. Um, and so we would like to showcase that uh, and, and show everyone how that works and how it's made. Um, so if you like things like that, uh, if you are interested in, in tech and software and you want to get into it, or even if you're just the kind of person who likes watching things like the How It's Made show on the Science Channel, where you kind of get to see the behind the scenes of, of different processes, this is the kind of thing for you. Um, so we're going to be... Uh, Building an application in front of you from uh, soup to nuts, as, as, as it's sometimes called, um, where we're going to show you the whole process. I never understood that expression. I think it has to do with sort of the old, uh, an old style of eating where you might start with the soup course and then the sort of there's like a bowl of peanuts on the table for you to <laughs> finish the meal. I, I thought that you kind of finished with like, you know, a little bit of ice cream or some sort of small dessert. So I don't know what the... Or maybe coffee. So I don't get what the nuts part is about. But no, I, I I've never heard um, a mom say like in an old movie or something. Now, kids, if you don't finish your soup, you can't have any nuts. <laughs> That's true. You think I, that I would have know. come it's... up? We'll have to look it up, and we'll, we'll let you know next next episode where they yes. came from. Um, right. But anyway, the, stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for, for conclusion. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be building an application um, from start to finish in front of you. Uh, and that means not just the coding part, but we're talking about requirements gathering. We're talking about design. We're talking about architecture, um, the actual you know production of the code itself, testing, deployment, the whole thing, the whole, the whole thing. nine yards is, is going to be showcased in front of you. Um, we probably will have... Uh, certain tasks that are just not that interesting that we will probably do off camera, but we will be sure to always explain what we've done. And so if you were to watch this in its entirety, you're going to get the whole story. Maybe we could even throw in some uh, 
screenshots of our work from from when we were doing the dull parts and just have a yeah previously on model view conversation and just flash a bunch of images to people that would make no sense each on their own yep for sure yeah so we'll, we'll make sure to sort of be go kind of cooking show style where we, we make sure that that you see everything you may yeah, not see, see it all the, in you see the important parts you see the parts that are conveying anything that you're going to learn something from Right, and so it may not be all in real time, but you're all you're going to get the full story from uh, from this process. And of course, we'd put all the code, whether it was stuff that we built in front of you or stuff that we built to save uh, sort of viewing time in the background, would all be available on GitHub. So you'd still be able to to see everything that we were doing that way. Right. So in addition to the process being uh, done in public, we're also going to put the fruits of our efforts in public as well. So for those of you that don't know, GitHub is a way to store uh, code publicly and make it available to everyone for review um, and even download and, and playing with on your own. So in addition to watching us make this stuff and seeing how it works, uh, you know, maybe examining the code on GitHub, you can even download the code yourself and, and play around with it and, and, and make it better. And, and enjoy our fruits from soup to nuts. That's right. It's really not a very effective saying, is it? <laughs> now that we've picked it apart. Uh, so uh, why are we doing this? Why, why, why do this in front of everyone? Why, why go through the, the potential stress of, of performing our, our our craft a couple of reasons one i think we've both long felt that this is a gap in teaching people how to do this stuff uh, the the toy apps are great as far as getting across narrow concepts and i still build toy apps myself when i need to pick up some narrow sliver of something but there's a, a difference in scale and it's hard to get across unless you see something that's built at scale like what we're talking about doing so we want to fill in that gap. So I, I think that's those are definitely um, that's, that's a good reason, and I, I, I agree with you that uh, while the you know the, the classroom is certainly a, there's a, a time and place for that kind of content, and it's it's very necessary to to skill people up. Um, there is also value in showing kind of the broader process and all and all of the nitty gritty that goes into you know building an app. I mean, they say that eighty percent of the app, well, what is it? The last twenty percent of the app needs eighty percent of your time. Um, so it, it is really kind of the details that you have to sweat in order to make something good. And we certainly hope that we're going to make something good here. Um, and I think that it's useful to show that to the world and really explain that software development is much, much more than any one skill or 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 you know knowledge set that you have to have or skill that you have to acquire. You really, it's a it's a much broader thing. So we're going to do things like requirements gathering. So we're going to hopefully, ha you know, from each other. And also we plan to bring some people on um, the stream and, and talk to them about their needs for this this kind of app if it were to exist. So there's that kind of thing. There's design, which either you do as a developer if you're working on a small team, or maybe you even have a designer that you work with and you have to then interface with that person. Um, there's the development itself, which is the coding. In our case, we're going to build a front-end web application and also an iOS app because those are the things that we're best at doing. Um, so there'll be some cross-platform concerns there as well, right? As we as we work on the code, we're going to each have our own code base, but there might be things we can share or we have to do stuff with syncing and stuff like that. So there's just so many different disciplines that are involved here and we want to really show them all. And probably some back-end web as well, because as we discussed mm -hmm. the, yeah. the nature of the app, which we'll get to in a moment, I think there's room for some kind of data storage and logic that we need to be in control of. 
Another reason we want to do this is because in all the time we've known each other, we haven't built anything large scale together. We've we've talked it's about true. it. We've sort of threatened to teach each other about our respective disciplines, but we haven't collaborated to build something. So now we've told you we're going to do it. So now we kind of have to do it. Right. So either we'll continue to be friends and co-hosts, or this will this will just implode and all <laughs> end in tears. <laughs> yes. From soup to uh, nuts so why don't to we get to tears? It's the same. Old that... story. Oh boy! Well, so why don't we just get to the uh, get to the buried lead and actually yes. announce what, what we're going to build? What is it that we're going to build? So we are going to build a movie application, um, and when we what we mean by that is is basically an app that allows the user to um, kind of examine the current landscape of the movie industry as far as what's available, um, either coming soon or is currently in theaters um, to start. And we probably will expand into, you know, an archive of older movies and kind of just really run the whole gamut of, of the, you know, the motion picture industry. Um, but just to start small, because it's important to have the, the first lesson we're going to teach is that it's important to have a small, easily doable MVP or, or minimum viable product, which is basically just sort of the bare minimum skeleton of, of features that you need to have a viable app. Um, so we'll start there and we'll expand from there. Um, but we're going to build that both as an iOS application and a front-end web application. Um, and the thing that really is exciting for me is that um, from a design challenge point of view, it offers a really wide array of data types of uh, you know longer form um, text, so reviews and stuff, short form text, things like little bits of data about minutia about the movie, its runtime, its rating, its how much money they spent to to make it, the name of the producer, right? Little little bits of data that you want to display in a way that is pleasing to the eye and informative without being you know just this kind of wall of information. Um, there's posters, there's backdrops, there's trailers, right? So we have we have visual. Uh, static visual images. We have, you know, moving images. We have, we have video. Um, there's just a couple different, there's lots of different kinds of media that we'll be able to engage in um, and present in the app, which for me is really exciting because it's, it's always a fun design challenge to kind of figure out a way to do that. And, you know, so that it's, it's a fun and engaging app and hopefully people will want to leave and then come back and use it again. And it's going to be exciting for me to peer over Ben's shoulder during that process because he's better at it than I am. He spent more time on it and it's been more of a focus of his work. And I'm also excited because we we have plans for this thing. There are ways that it can grow and and just in talking for a few minutes before the show, we've envisioned additional possibilities for it. And it's going to be an interesting technical challenge to have the small kernel of the thing that we need to start out with structured in a way that makes it easy to adapt to additional requirements and that's another thing that we were really never able to do while teaching uh, because software products are never finished people just stop working on them and in contrast to that toy apps tend to be uh, a one-shot phenomenon you build it and then you're done because it's accomplished whatever the the teacher usually told you it was supposed to and you don't have to do anything with it afterwards in contrast this thing is going to be built to meet the initial MVP requirements. And then we're going to want to make it to do additional things. And that's always an interesting technical challenge. Yeah, because you have to deal with the tech debt that you incurred when you made the MVP. Um, and so for to keep the jargon out, I guess, tech debt is basically a way to describe um, less than optimal ways that you may have implemented something. Uh, and 
you either have to, you, you collect tech debt, tech debt. So basically over time, you just sort of through the natural process, you inject these suboptimal algorithms and, and ways of doing things. Or sometimes you over-specify and you've solved yeah. exactly the problem right in front of you. Um, a simple example might be if you wanted to write a program to display money and you had dollar signs all over the place in the app. And then someone came to you and said, this is great. Can we make it work for euros? Ooh. Yeah, so the feature goes from being a feature to being tech debt. <laughs> like it, it, it was working as designed originally, and then now the requirements have changed, and so it becomes tech debt. So that, that's just an ever-evolving process. So we'll have to manage that and show that you know on the stream and, and explain how we're going to deal with it. Um, so there's probably a million different lessons that, that we both we will learn and hopefully you all will learn as well along with us as we go um, and that's kind of that's pretty much why we're doing this is as an opportunity to to work together to build something fun um, and hopefully you know if nothing else we hopefully will get some enjoyment out of using this thing once it's built um, and maybe we can find others that, that will as well um, but the really the primary goal here is to uh, to collaborate and to do that publicly so that we can make it a platform for others to um, be exposed to these ideas and hopefully help prepare them for a career in software development if that's what they want to do. Or maybe they just want to see how this works, right? And, and you're just interested in general, and, and that's also wonderful. And it's going to have to be a fairly flexible app by the time we're done with it because while Ben and I are both movie buffs or cinephiles... <laughs> I think we're a different kind of movie buffs. For example, uh, Ben, what's the best movie you've seen in the past month or so? Oh, boy. Really put me on the spot, aren't you? Yep. Um, I actually haven't watched that many. That's okay. One must rise to the top. Yeah, so the last one I've seen was Alita Battle Angel, which I really enjoyed for its world building and found its narrative to be it's narrative and character development to be a little undercooked. Um, but I'm trying to think there was actually a movie we re I recently watched on Netflix. That was a Netflix exclusive film okay. um, that I'm completely drawing a blank on, <laughs> but it was, I remember it being very good, whatever it was. Um, Describe it because Netflix is Netflix. I may have come across it myself. Yeah. Well, so I, it, I don't know if it was in the last month, but I did watch bird box, bird box, which was oh, excellent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Really enjoy that's kind of a cultural phenomenon there yeah. for a while, um, but a really interesting narrative and, and an interesting way of presenting that um, that whole story. Uh, I don't think it was in the last month. Probably, I mean, I guess it's it's not it's, <laughs> it's not a movie. It's actually a TV show. But I kind of feel like a lot of the really best Netflix little short TV shows tend to be kind of like a long movie. Um, mm. Is Russian Doll, which is which is it's ten episodes, so it's technically not a movie. But okay. as far as a single, it it could have been presented as a single movie. As far as its narrative, mm -hmm. it was also excellent. Um, I liked it because uh, to explain, I guess part of my taste, I really liked its its odd structure, its odd like timeline. It doesn't it it didn't present the narrative from start to finish in a linear fashion. Mm -hmm. It it kind of jumped all over the place and did interesting cool stuff. And I really like stories that are like that where where it's you know bandersnatch is another uh it was a oh yeah the it's dark it's mirror, actually black mirror um based. yeah it's a black mirror offshoot yeah and it's actually a movie because it's only about 90 minutes of content mm -hmm. but they actually recorded they they filmed three hours of content mm -hmm. and it's a choose your own adventure style you so you get to kind of you can experience it different ways so that was probably yeah. the most interesting movie that i've seen in the last like two months was bandersnatch because 
partly because it was a weird, <laughs> it was a weird mm-hmm. Twilight Zone kind mm-hmm. of movie, and also the really interesting way that they presented it, where you get to, you know, you get to pick outcomes and you get to actually affect what happens. All right. So, mine, about you? mine so far this year, uh, if we want to include some of the TV shows, a little off the beaten path, I really enjoyed the Almighty Johnsons which is a New Zealand production about uh, (laughs) the idea that the Norse gods are all real and somehow they get uh, reincarnated every time they pass on and also they've uh, emigrated from Norway to New Zealand. Okay. Sure. Yeah. That sounds like a plausible Yeah, take that and run with it. And it turns out to be really entertaining, uh, I thought. Are they still gods or are they just humans? They are humans who have some aspects of the deity powers. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Like, Thor has a a normal-sized hammer, the same hammer that you and I both own. Right. But he can throw it half a mile and kill a sheep with it. All right, yeah. that's, I'm on board. Let, right, right, right. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah. That and, sounds interesting. And then for theatrical releases, I think the the favorite thing I've seen I, this calendar year, I guess we can say it's late February, yeah. was uh, the Bounty, which is the story of Mutiny mm. on the Bounty has been told a handful of times in film. This is mm-hmm. the Anthony Hopkins Mel Gibson version. Okay, which is just terrific. It's probably a 35 year old movie at this point, but. Um, seeing those two at kind of the height of their powers and interacting, uh, playing against each other. Plus the, the story itself is uh, pretty compelling. It's a real life. Yeah. Is it a, was it a period movie or was it done like in a modern context? Oh, complete period. Okay. It's very cool. There they are on the high seas in the early 19th century or late 18th century. Awesome. Yeah. So as you can see, we we, we enjoy from different angles. Yes, yes, different angles, but we both kind of enjoy different aspects of it, and I think we can easily create a, some kind of application that will service the needs of both of us and hopefully others. I mean, the you know the 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 real goal behind behind software development is to identify a problem that hopefully you can solve that maybe will fix something in your own life. Um, and ideally, in order to make it a business, you have to find something that both maybe works for you and works for a significant amount of other people that might be willing to, you know, engage in it or, or pay for it or whatever. Um, so the goal here is to build this. Um, whether we end up releasing it and making it a real product is TBD. Um, we are certainly open to that idea, um, but we're not we're not committed to needing to do that necessarily because for us, um, this is going to be as much about the journey of doing it as it is the end uh, the end goal. Right. Right. It's not a startup. We're not dropping our own no. stuff to focus on this full time. <laughs> no. But it's going to be something that we're going to have fun building and we think have fun using. Yeah. And so uh, the ways that you'll be able to consume this information, um, I'm sure we'll talk about it on the podcast here and there. Um, we're going to continue to do episodes like we've been doing. This is We're not changing the format of this podcast to be this. Um, this will still be a tech education podcast. We are still going to be doing interviews and and engaging in topics that are relevant to junior developers. Um, it's just that we probably will maybe fold in 
some announcements and things here and there in yeah. the episodes about the things the things we're working on elsewhere. Um, but the primary way that you'll be able to engage with us here is on Twitch. And like I said, if you just look for the um, information in the uh, in the show, in notes. The show notes, you'll be able to see the links and kind of get to everything um, that way. We'll put it on the website on mvc.fm um, and you'll be able to watch us there. And then we also plan to take that content that we create live um, and package it in a way where you can consume it after the fact. So even if you don't have time to watch us live when we're doing it, um, you will be able to find ways to get a hold of that and kind of watch that and consume it at your convenience. And we'll of course also have links to GitHub. And so you'll be able to kind of engage with it however you'd like in a, in a very light touch way, or if you just want to, go all in and look at the code and, and follow along and do all that stuff, you're welcome to do that as well. Or if you see something that uh, you think we've made a mistake on, hey, submit pull requests. We're open to that kind of thing. Yeah. In fact, we probably should, we should have an episode on this podcast about how to do pull requests and then, and then we can, uh, we can teach them and then they can, they can help us if they want. So that's, that's, it's kind of a short episode this week. Um, we, we just really wanted to announce this and, and get the ball rolling on it. We're very excited, um, and we hope that you will find it interesting and that you can come follow us over there and and learn a, kind of learn from us in a different way. If people would like to know more about the show and learn how to get to all of our different endeavors, where can they go? What can they do? So we are at mvc.fm, and that's where you can find everything. Uh, you can listen to past episodes right on the page. You can learn how to subscribe, and you can get all of the show notes and topics that we talk about, including the exciting announcements we've made today on the episode. So we'll have, like I said, links to Twitch um, and our other social media so that you can get access to all of that new fun stuff that we're doing. Um, in addition to that, we are on iTunes and basically everywhere that you can find a podcast. Just search for Model View Conversation. In addition to that, if you are on iTunes and you would be so kind, we would love a rating and review from you. that um, helps us know how we're doing and, and what we can improve on. And lastly, if you'd like to get a hold of us and, and send feedback, um, you can do that on Twitter. We are at MVC Podcast. Thanks for listening.